Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're about to listen to a podcast full of wonder, excitement, and discovery. It's time for an adventure through Odyssey. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Adventures Through Odyssey podcast, Odyssey Revisited. I'm Will here with John, and we need to start with, a, with an announcement. Because it's the trend, we're leaving. Stop. I just, I can't do this anymore. I need to learn to n- love my son. I, I, don't, I don't know if Will first doesn't have a son. Too, I don't. I don't even know if our audience gets you're referring to just people deciding to retire from. Even though we're not really on YouTube. Yeah, but don't worry, we're leaving you in the competent hands of Gabe, our old co-host, who hasn't been on since the reboot. So this makes zero sense. Feel like people would. I don't know. Some people might prefer that. Okay. All right. Well, we are not leaving, and I, I know some people are probably either disappointed or elated right now. Who knows? On to the episode. Yes, on to the episode. Okay. So, uh, an episode that, based on John's one-sentence review to me, might be controversial. Right notes, wrong key. An invitation to see a live band turns to an unexpected opportunity when young musicians ask Jules to fill in on stage. Okay, give me your give me your opinion first. So I enjoyed this episode. Uh, I think part of it is, you know, obviously there's stuff coming. I thought it was a good showcase for Jules. It made me like two characters named Gunner and Raz, which is always kind of a win. But look, I I, I like Gunner and Raz, but I'm I'm told I'm not supposed to like them, even though I am confident one of them might become a Christian. At some point in the coming episodes. Well, here's the thing, though. Uh, Kathy Buchanan was on the Odyssey podcast, and they were interviewing her about episodes she wrote, and she said, there's an episode coming up where Jules joins a band, and you're going to love the band members. So they want you to like the band members. Okay, I guess that's good. Yeah. So, but yes, I I kind of agree. I was like, am I supposed to not like these people? Because the only thing they don't, they do that might be morally questionable is they do agree to lie to Connie at the end. 
Yeah. Well, I, I what's weird is they're not lying. Like they're literally like, yeah, we'll go to church. Right. They may not even that, know the full context. So that's what's funny. They're like, if if you agree to go to church, and it's like, well, we'll do anything. So it's kind of deception, but it is funny. They're not like just lie and say you're going to church. They're like, yeah, we'll actually go to church, which makes me pretty confident. Like what, they're gonna start becoming more religious. The the plot is one of them's gonna start becoming more religious, and Jules isn't gonna like that. At first, be like, oh, why? And it's like, well, what's so bad? Like it's okay. Here's my thing. There's two halves. It's an interesting enough way, I guess, to take Jules without Buck storyline. Except they're clearly setting it up that the one guy likes Jules. I didn't even pick up on that, but you well, might be at right. the end, he's like, "I would do anything for you, Jules." Well, that could just be because Jules is such a good singer. Okay, no, no, no. I feel like sure it, it could be, but I feel like it's definitely like setting it up you know they had buck in there and it's like well are these guys like a good influence yeah it's a good point we are maybe they won't become christians that's very plausible but just the fact that they actually said yeah we'll go to church they're gonna be exposed to it absolutely it seems like set up what i don't just disagree what okay here so I think that's fine enough. I don't know if I need like a uh, like a a rival for Buck. Especially cuz he's in another city. Yeah. I feel like and I could be wrong, maybe not. Here's what I got frustrated about. It's such a contrived way to make Jules and Bridget. Right? Yeah, ma- yeah, Jules and Bridget. Like, like, mad and, like, conniving with each other. I do agree, um, especially because, so let's be fair, Bridget is always mean to Wyatt, but that's a brother-sister dynamic. Bridget is also kind of mean to people at the restaurant she works for. We can kind of roll with that. It does kind of feel now like Bridget's mean to everybody, so you kind of understand why there were a couple episodes last year about her being nervous that people didn't like her. Yeah, and, like, here's my thing. If it had been, I think it would have just been better had, like, the band not, like, been feeling it. And they're like, okay, we're going to take a break. And one of the band members had just said, like, she's like, I don't know why they're not getting into it. And she was kind of talking privately. And then she's like, well, you were pitchy. Yeah. But instead, there she says in front of everyone, like, you guys all don't know good talent you're eating your like fat like you fat people eating your ribs like that's really really mean like just to like the audience in general well and then let me also say the fact that it started with bridget being like well let's check out this cool band and then like oh i'm not gonna tell her it's my band it is a little weird like it's such a way so then jules gets in this like weird incident and i hate to say it it sets up it sets up this weird place, right? Where those two probably aren't going to ask her to come back because that oh, is yeah. like kind of a bad thing to do. I think I don't know. Like it's such a weird like system of events where they're like putting it and here's what's weird. They don't ever really seem to like throw it at Bridget a little bit like in the wrap up and stuff it's like like Jules is being a bad friend. <laughs> and it's like Bridget's yeah. also being a bad person. Yes. 
like creating right. like in, like creating the rival band and then they're like oh jules got them disqualified because they didn't follow the rules and it's like well okay yeah they didn't follow the rules i hate to say it, that might have come out I was about to say, like, and I understand we're supposed to think Jules went underhanded, which she did. It's the right thing for the wrong reason. But you have to imagine if that had been revealed like an hour before go time, the people on the committee might have been in massive trouble. Yeah, like, oh, this kid goes like it's first. I actually wondered for a second if that was a real homeschool. (laughs) I looked it up. I don't think it not not where it is, but I was I was curious. Because it sounded very similar. I was like, are they, like, pushing something? Um, it's just weird, right? Because they start this whole thing. And I get, it's like, Jules shouldn't have probably stayed with the band. I mean, there's the reason, one, that, you know, they're not Christians. And, like, their songs have, like... I mean, Odyssey bad lyrics, right? Well, that's the problem. The lyrics aren't even that bad. I didn't pick well, up one okay, of the... Well, okay, yeah, but it's because this is a kid's show. I know, but, like, at least in the episode where Rodney becomes a band leader, the songs were like, I wish you would hurry up and die, and who needs parents? <laughs> Phrases that even a little kid would get, these are bad. Who needs parents is very funny. Yes, it is. Um, Yeah, it's... It's it's an interesting choice. I mean, here's the thing, right? I like the band aspect, but it's just they make Bri- they put Bridget in such an extreme situation, and Bridget never confronts that. Like, it's also mean of Bridget to then like create like a rival band with like other people, right. and taking the song, and like taking yeah. the song, and it's like like I don't know. It just felt like a little bit like. The stuff with Bridget was very contrived. I think the band stuff's okay. I think, you know, we got another classic Connie can't cook to save her life scene, right. but, which... But, but at least this one didn't have a stupid joke about her, like, mixing up the salsa and the ketchup or something. I'll say this. At least it had plot relevance where Connie was just like, go out and get your food on your own. Yeah, exactly. Which... So th- there is at least some reason for it. Yes. But I, I do kind of agree. Maybe we should like have an episode where Wooten teaches Connie to cook or something. Yeah. Yeah. That would be a funny, well-set-up episode. Well, actually, now that I think about it, somewhat, a writer on the podcast did mention, you know, Backshelf Bake Off is a show that exists in the universe. <laughs> All she said was, there might be an episode where Trey and Connie are competing on it. I mean, if but here's the problem. It's just going to be Connie's bad at it. I don't think that's going to be Connie actually learns how to bake. I know, but they're definitely bringing it back is all I'm saying. Yeah. (laughs) Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. 
I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hmm. Well, especially because I just want to point this out. So the initial description was hurting a friend and lying to Connie were the things Jules was going to do in this episode. So Jules does not lie to Connie to go to the band because Connie says, please just go eat something, go eat somewhere. And like, I don't Mm want to be that guy. Technically, she did go to a restaurant. She didn't lie to Connie. I know what they're saying, though. Yeah, I I get it, too. But right. It's a weird little air. It's a weird little uh, situation there. So the lie to Connie does not happen until like the last minute of the episode. Yeah, and it's it's a weird it's like right. I'm curious where they're like. Are they gonna have an episode where they're at like a youth group, like those two? Like I could see pretty easily Raz becoming a Christian pretty quick for some I reason. Can, I think that the, the other guy, it's it's like right. It's gonna be more complicated with Buck and stuff. And you gotta keep that like ambiguous, but yeah. Well, okay. So I will just be honest to everyone. Uh, we are recording this after Honest Buck Part 1 has aired, and I have a theory about what they might do. I'm not going to talk about it until we get to that episode, though. Okay, I haven't listened to that episode yet, so... Um, I'll, I'll There's see nothing if I in that episode that implies what I'm thinking. I'm just thinking, like, in terms of how do we get Buck back to Odyssey at some point? Gotcha. I mean, here's the thing. In retrospect, it the episode sets up some interesting stuff i just think like the main thrust of the episode is oh she's being a bad friend and like but it's also like bridget's also to some extent being a bad friend not as much as jules is being a bad friend but bridget's also kind of being a bad person yeah okay so like they set it up like uh, that happened i was like whoa 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 that's really bad and so she just tries to help out these people and it's taken as like oh like that was bad of her to try to help out i guess that's but then it's like oh she didn't like leave the band right so this is actually a good point so the episode sets it up like we are supposed to feel like jules is doing something wrong by being part of the band like they have her keep saying well they fired her anyway it doesn't matter do 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 and it's like okay yeah, they did fire her. They basically said they don't want her back in the band. Maybe they would have brought her back in if they hadn't met Jules that night, but they seemed pretty set in Bridget's no longer in yeah, this band. It's a weird it's a weird thing, right? Like, and I get it. I think if you really want your friendship to in re, in real life, if you really wanted your friendship with Bridget to continue whether it's rational or not. Like it would be upsetting. But it's also like hard, right? If they had simply done the fact that they said you're pitchy and she left because they said that to her, then you set up a really good like thing where it's like, well, she's hanging out with people that were mean to her unprompted and almost like kicked her or bullied her out. Yes. 
But instead, what we have is Bridget causing like a huge scene, embarrassing them all and like insulting all the patrons at that restaurant. And then he says something that was snide and bad, but it's also like that this Bridget causes very embarrassing, upsetting thing to happen. So like it, you're kind of at like neither of them are in the right situation. Yeah, where so it's like my- it's a weird situation where it's like I don't really feel bad for Bridget. Right. So I genuinely think what probably happened was so spoiler alert, if you haven't heard this episode yet, it ends on this kind of not a cliffhanger, but a we are coming back to this kind of ending. Yeah, it's like a new arc of some sort. Right. Which we'll come back to. I want to come back to what the fallout from this might be in a second. I kind of wonder if in the writer's room, the thing was we can't end the episode with Jewel still in the band if Bridget did nothing wrong. Like what is yeah, in the sense that's that it's fair. a Christian radio show, and it might be like a "What does this say to the kids listening?" So that might be why Bridget's turned up to eleven in the first part of this episode. Like, I feel like, uh, and maybe I'm missing the Chris stuff wrong, but I feel like what happens is I listen to these episodes, and I'm like, okay, and then Chris comes on, and Chris is just like, oh, like. Jules was being a real bad friend. I'm like, yeah, so Bridget was also not being great either. And so sometimes I just like the episode ends and I'm like, what? 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 But what was the like? It's like as the story itself, it's like not bad, right? Because it's a little more complex of a situation that we'll get back to down the road. But then you have like it like trying to simplify. We're being like, well, isn't it this person's fault? (laughs) Exactly. Now, I would also like to point out this Jules Bridget thing has really been set up in the club episodes now that we're paying it off in normal episodes. Interesting. So, yeah. in that they've become friends, which not the most important thing, just something I noted. Um, Right, and maybe this is something we're also coming back to where no one's really ever called Bridget out on her behavior. I don't think Bridget's, like, an awful character. Like, I feel like this is, like, the the most, like, like just insulting a whole restaurant full of people because they aren't, like, right. into the music. Right. This is, like, the first time it's not played as part of a punchline to a joke. Like, that episode where she's being mean to everyone in Burger Barn or whatever it's called. They're like, oh, who's that really mean waitress? And, you know, why is it? Oh, that's my sister. Ha ha ha. Yeah, or, like, like, yeah. It's so, like, different. Like, I find Bridget's character at least, like, you know, quote-unquote edgy for Odyssey. Like, having a little bit of meanness. But that was, like, something where it's, like, that's, like, really bad. Oh, I totally agree. Because the type of thing where it's, like, you don't see people doing, like, like, you don't even, like, if that happened, that would be all over, like, social media. And she would get, like, flamed for it. Yeah, no, she definitely... I'm surprised they didn't do, like, a thing about her going viral. Right, like... Yeah. It's, uh... It's just an interesting choice. The episode's fine. I I think I do like the band members. I do think the band angle is interesting. I think even, like, the potential of them going to church, you could actually set up some kind of, like, intriguing episodes... I do very much agree. Uh, the one that, yeah, so actually this is a good time to bring up a few other, not notes, but like, this is, I think the first time Jules being a pop star has ever come up since that episode. Well, yeah, which is so weird, right? 
Well, like, it makes sense. If she was a one-hit wonder, people had to have known. Yeah. So, you know, I, they should have asked, are you still with that Buck character? <laughs> but he, She mentions, I think at one point, she has a boyfriend. You're right, she does. Uh, so I like that they brought that in. Now, this does run completely against Bridget saying, Jules, you just can't resist the spotlight. Well, she was able to resist the spotlight enough to leave Hollywood. It's true. I don't mean that in a bad way, but... And I get maybe we're going to get back to, like, Bridget is saying the wrong thing or something. I don't know. I found that interesting, but I want to talk about the possible implications of the ending of the episode. Okay. We already talked a little, but sure. You know, it ends on a, we're coming back to this. I kind of feel like the fallout from this will be big. I kind of think so, too. Like, I think they're setting up something. You think Raz is from Novacom? No, maybe not that. That would be funny, though. Um, maybe the band has to play for Novacom. Who knows? Um, but I, I do think this Jules arc is very similar to the Aubrey arc. They're just letting it breathe a little better. Yeah, like I, I agree. I think this. I think there's gonna. I mean, I don't know if I needed Buck fallout. Yeah, I kind of agree. There's definitely going to be Connie fallout, and hopefully it's, like, some Connie development. Yeah, I, I very much, yeah, because really all of the things she says against the band are, well, I talked o- talked over with I don't really like the music. If at any point they had brought up any issues with the band members, I probably would have rolled with this better. Because, like, Jules says to Buck on the phone, just because they're fun, Connie doesn't like them. Yeah, it's, 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 yeah, the whole thing with Connie, yeah. and, like, every, anything with, because it's, like, even, like, in the original Odyssey, like, Connie had non-Christian, I guess it's because she became a Christian, but she was still, like, a young Christian, and she had non-Christian friends, it's, like, a weird, like, balance, and now, like, Con- like, it's, it's, I and I wonder, maybe, if there's gonna be an episode, right, it would be interesting if there's an episode with Fallout, and, like, with, like, Connie, like, you were like this too at times. Yeah, exa- that would actually be a good place to take it because I'm sure at some point Connie's going to find out Jules lied, get mad, and either like send Jules back to California or something happens where like Jules has to move in with Wit or something. I don't know. Figure out a way to get Andre Stoika and Shona to do more episodes together. Yeah. So. Or this, because I think what's, honestly, and we'll go into this more next week, I think what's going to happen in this arc eventually is Buck becomes a Christian first, and then Jules has to face the decision about what to do. I think that's definitely where it's going. It'd be crazy if Buck becomes a Christian, and Buck's like, I can't date you anymore, Jules. See, that's what I wonder, though. Like, I think there's one of two roads they can go. They can either, because... Look, I have. I guess we can talk about this theory now. It doesn't have any bearing on what actually happens in the next episode. I don't think I can write Buck out of the show completely without doing that. I can't imagine a scenario where they completely write him off. And it's like, I'm breaking up with Jules, never hear from him again until some special episode. I kind of think what might happen is, you know, they're, they're both confirmed to have been 16 at some point in the last few years. We could fudge that and say, okay, now they're 17. So at some point in the next year or two, we have an episode where they both turn 18, become Christians, get married, and Buck moves back to Odyssey. Buck starts working a wit's end. I mean, look, all I'm saying is I kind of feel like we're at this point where we either need to, and I, I don't want to, 
we either need to write Buck off the show or figure out something to get him back. Because I don't want to say the show can lose Katrina, but the show can probably lose Katrina. Yeah, Katrina's... I mean, I like Katrina as a character, but even since the reboot, her relevance has been like very on and off. It's only Buck related stuff that it feels like Katrina becomes relevant. Yeah, so that's why I'm just wondering if they're going to figure out some way in the next five-ish years to get Buck back to Odyssey. I think the other thing will be how many episodes per album are going to be devoted to Buck in Maryland. But that's not, we'll get back to that. So, yeah. I thought this was a good episode. I'm assuming, again, we're going to have a lot more episodes where we get to hear Shona actually sing. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was fine. I guess uh, talking about it, I like it more because I think it sets up interesting stuff. That just, it bothered me a little bit, but it's not bad. No, I, okay. Just, yeah. I mean, it's a very standard episode, but I think there's interesting ideas and, because it's not a part one, which I sort of appreciate, I'll be curious to see where this comes into later. Mm-hmm. I agree. Because we don't really have any information on the next episode. So that wraps it up. Join us next time for Making an Honest Buck. We'll probably do both parts, honestly, since John hasn't listened to part one yet. And I kind of thought part one was a bit of a nothing, and it needs part two because it even ends on a questionable cliffhanger. Yeah. So, but we do meet a fun new character, so but you'll see. Anyway, I'm Will. I'm John. We'll see you next time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.